0: Hello, I'm Dr. Rob, and you're listening to The House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. Today, I'm going to talk about a condition that is generally not dangerous at all. It doesn't even put people in the hospital. It usually causes no pain, and it's almost always hidden from sight. Yet, it is one of the most requested topics to date. For some reason, it really bothers people. Today's podcast will focus on toenail fungus. Okay, now you can all get excited. Now, regarding toenail fungus, I have to ask myself, why is it that so many people want me to talk about this topic? The answer, of course, is this. It's ugly. Toenail fungus, known by doctors as onychomycosis, makes the toenails look really gross. And apparently, having gross toenails is a real blow to the self-esteem of many of my patients. Regardless of the reason, it is a condition that certain populations of people should worry about, and it threatens the livelihood of foot models everywhere. The first thing I want to do is to back up and talk about the offending agent, fungus. Fungi, which is the plural of fungus, are not animals, plants, or bacteria. They are a totally separate class of organism occurring in single-celled organisms like yeast and in very large ones like mushrooms. There are very important things about fungi that make them unique. Their cell walls are made of unique chemicals. They live either in a single-cell form or in filaments where they may fuse together many cells to form a single structure. Often they switch back between the two. Additionally, when you say the word fungus... People will say the phrase, there's a fungus among us, over 98% of the time. I'm not really sure what psychological trigger causes this, but I do plan on studying it and publishing it sometime in the future. From a medical standpoint, fungi live all over the skin of healthy people, causing no harm at all. The fungus on the skin is mainly in the form of yeast and small filaments. I have yet to see a mushroom growing on somebody. Since they are totally different organisms, fungi are not killed by the antibiotics that kill bacteria. In fact, fungi are often very difficult to treat as the medications we use to kill them can also be very toxic. The good news is that most fungus infections are nearly always superficial skin infections that are not harmful, which is the case with onychomycosis. Onychomycosis happens when the nails are invaded by a fungus called a dermatophyte. Dermatophyte infections cause various fungal infections on the skin, including ringworm, jock itch, and athlete's foot. Not a lot of fun. Most of the time, a person with onychomycosis also has athlete's foot. Technically, there are four different kinds of toenail infections, but in reality, the big difference is location. The fungi on the feet are usually caused by filaments, whereas the ones on the fingernails are usually yeast, and they're also easier to treat. People pick up these fungi by swimming in lakes and pools and having their feet get too hot and sweaty. A nail infected with fungus is thick, yellowish, or white in color and more brittle than normal. I'll put a few pictures at the bottom of my transcript. The infected nail usually doesn't hurt, but the fungus can cause some damage to the skin around the nail bed, leading to an infection called a paronychia. Peronychia are very painful and cause redness and swelling at the base of the nail. It's also an incredibly difficult word to spell. For most people, onychomycosis is not at all dangerous, causing only emotional distress and damage. However, people with weakened immune systems... Poor blood flow to the feet or damaged nerves in the feet can have more trouble with secondary infections like paronychia that can spread to the rest of the foot and even to the bone. Those who have had diabetes for a long time are the most likely group to have these problems as diabetes causes all three risk factors that lead to complications. Onychomycosis is generally diagnosed by appearance. There are a few conditions like psoriasis that can make the nails get thickened and brittle, but the vast majority of the time, thickened, brittle, yellow nails are caused by fungus. Back in the day, when the medications used to treat toenail fungus were especially toxic and expensive, I would send off a clipping of the toenail for culture. But the culture took several months to yield a result. Now the medications are cheaper and safer, so... I usually don't send a culture. Treatment of toenail fungus is only necessary for people at risk of infection, but as I said before, many people choose to treat anyway. Although there are many medications that work for very mild fungus infections, most require a long-term treatment with oral medication. The main medication used is terbenafine also called Lamisil. It's taken every day for three or four months and works most, but not all the time. Terbinafine has a small risk of liver damage, as do other antifungals used to treat this condition, so routine testing is recommended. Since toenail fungus is usually harmless and difficult to treat, there are a lot of home remedies and alternative medications used. I had one patient who swore that Bengay cured her onychomycosis. I suspect that the fungus just couldn't stand the smell, so it got off her foot at first available opportunity. In general, as long as it's not harmful, I let people do whatever they want to get rid of fungus. Prevention is always better than treatment, and you can reduce your risk of toenail fungus by doing the following. By keeping your feet clean, by treating athlete's foot immediately when you get it, by wearing absorbent socks so the feet stay dry. And if you're diabetic, to control your blood sugars. That helps a lot. And that's all I have to say about foot fungus. I hope you don't get it because it looks kind of grody. That's all for today. If you have topics you want me to cover, send them to Doctor at quickanddirtytips.com. You can submit them to me on Twitter at housecalldoc or visit my Facebook page and Don't forget about my blog, Musings of a Distractable Mind, at distractible.org. Let me once again remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and treat some of the weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Catch you next time. Stay healthy.